Today is Friday, February 4th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. Today's Russia-Ukraine update is, in my opinion, the most interesting one we've had so far. Instead of another round of diplomatic and military escalation or more threats of sanctions, the Biden administration warned yesterday that Russia is considering filming a fake attack against Russian territory or Russian-speaking people by Ukrainian forces as a pretext to invade. The State Department alleges that Russia is planning to capture propaganda footage that could include graphic scenes of a staged false explosion with corpses and claims that Russian intelligence had already recruited the people who would be involved in the video. They also plan to use equipment that would make it look like it was supplied to Ukraine by NATO countries. How very Spanish-American war of them. The Kremlin dismissed the allegation, but the State Department says they are confident in the intelligence. But now that this fake video plan isn't going to work out, can they please just release the P-tape? A consistent story that's been in the news this week is the fact that books are casually being banned across the country at unprecedented levels, which is classic for these unprecedented times. The American Library Association said in a report that it received an unprecedented, that word again, 330 reports of book challenges last fall, each of which can include multiple books. I'm sure you can guess some of the common themes of these books, like racism, gender and sexuality, anti-Semitism, and even just regular old history. Also in Oklahoma, a Republican state senator has taken it to the next level. He has proposed legislation that would enable parents to challenge books in public schools, setting a $10,000 bounty to be collected by parents for each day that a challenged book remains on library shelves. Can I just say, there is no way Republicans are actually reading this many books. Someone check their Goodreads. I recommend taking a few deep breaths before you hear this next one. The city of Rotterdam in the Netherlands is considering dismantling a part of a historic bridge so that Jeff Bezos's $500 million super yacht can pass through this summer. I'm sorry, Jeff, did the 95-year-old bridge interfere with your summer sale? The plan for the destruction and immediate reconstruction of the bridge has not yet been approved, and the city would not be responsible for paying for this ridiculous project, but still. But on the other hand, I think we all agree that it would be cruel to deny Jeff his emotional support yacht, especially after the trauma of people comparing his spaceship to a penis. Also in the news yesterday, his ex-wife Mackenzie Scott donated $133 million to an organization called Communities in Schools, which provides struggling mini-yachts with super-yacht mentors. Obviously, just kidding, it is a network of nonprofit groups that provide services inside schools for at-risk students. Since her divorce, Mackenzie Scott has made donations of more than $8 billion. It just shows that all the money in the world can compare to seeing your ex act like a fool while you have all your shit together. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, who you probably remember from Trump's first impeachment trial, has now sued Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Rudy Giuliani, and other ex-White House aides. His lawsuit alleges that they mounted a coordinated campaign to intimidate and retaliate against him after he testified before the House. He claims that they held meetings to coordinate strategy regarding impeachment witnesses and crafted talking points to push false narratives about Minmin's loyalty to the U.S., such as saying that he was a spy for Ukraine. Not only that, but they tried to derail his promotion in the military and worked directly with Fox News to push their narrative. It's always nostalgic when they bring back characters from past seasons. So I have some concerning news about the Democratic Senate majority, but don't panic. New Mexico Senator Ben Ray Lujan is currently in the hospital after suffering a stroke and having surgery. He is thankfully expected to make a full recovery, but will be out of the Senate for a few weeks. And you know what that means for the 50-50 majority. 
While he is absent, Democrats don't have enough votes to allow them to confirm a Supreme Court justice without any Republicans joining them, which we expect that they won't. The Senate is truly the most dysfunctional family in America. We're finishing today with a scary weather report. Parts of the country, from New Mexico to Maine, which is like half of it, are under winter weather advisories or winter storm and ice storm warnings. As of last night, 250,000 people between Texas and Ohio were already without power, and multiple governors have declared states of emergency. Almost 5,000 flights have already been canceled, but hopefully Ted Cruz will still be able to get out. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you enjoy getting your news in very short snippets with some added commentary, you can help us grow the show by rating and reviewing on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and sharing the podcast with your friends, of course, or on your Instagram story. Tag me at Sammy. As always, if you want to know more about any of these headlines, links to sources are in the show description. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.